Happy Sunday, everyone. It's Murderino and Attack. Yeah, he's back. M-A-T-S. Um, so we took a little hiatus. We had a lot going on, and uh, the techie decided to join again. So we've decided to start back up. Um, he decided that he was too cool for school. And wait, 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 wait. What have you been telling them? <laughs> I didn't decide anything. Yeah, you did. I was ready to take I mean, your name okay, off the to title. Be honest, to be honest, the honest, the truth is I started another podcast. Mm-hmm, it's exactly. about cryptocurrency. Exactly. Um, it's called Thriller Podcast. Um, it's a top 10 business podcast right now. It's blowing up. So sorry. Marie, Calm down. Don't, ATX. don't uh, I'm advertise back, I'm it here. I'm back now because I'm about to push this podcast over the edge <laughs> and get it to the top 10 single-handedly. So I'm no, here, that's I'm not here why to pump, back. I'm here back to pump numbers. He to I'm here to pump wife. numbers and to get you guys on another level. <laughs> Calm down. Don't act like you're like I'm just the kidding. I'm just podcast. totally kidding. You guys know I'm kidding. If they don't know, then they don't know my humor. Clearly. Well, anyways, so yeah, we're back. So we had a few things going on. Um, our dog was sick recently. She went through surgery. That took a lot of our time with the new year, just everything. I feel like a lot has been going on. And so, um, yeah, so we're here. What do you want to talk about in the news? I think the news right now is uh, everything Everything sucks right now. I don't really watch the news. Well, because um, yeah, really it all sucks right now. No, I, I just don't watch it. I, I kind of, I feel like I'm in the 1900s now where, the only way you get the news is like, I guess, did they have newspaper back then? I guess they had the printing press back then. I'm sure. I feel like now, whenever I get the news, it's either through second, you know, somebody else. Um, I'll go to work and then somebody will be talking about something political or something. And I'll be like, oh, really? That's happening? Or they'll be talking about North Korea or something. I'm like, oh, oh, really? That's happening? Exactly. I just don't pay attention to the it's news. It's just all bad stuff right now. There's There's just no, I just don't see a point to anymore. I, I guess they've got us so jaded now kind of hard to even talk about it even bringing it up even bringing up the subject of news i feel like news just needs a new rebranding we should just call it folds or something they they need to rebrand they need to to rebrand the news yeah that didn't work but maybe social media i guess a big thing for the news is the super bowl today uh which i don't care about but a lot of people do uh, football's all about America. That's one of the two worst teams playing each other. <laughs> Couldn't have asked for a worse Super Bowl. Because you have the Patriots, who are probably going to win. And then you have the Eagles, who probably shouldn't be an NFL team. They're so horrible. They somehow made it to the No, it's kind of sad the Vikings didn't make it. Like, I really thought they were they were there. They were doing so well. No, I'm just kidding. They're both great teams. I just... I, s- I seriously hate the Eagles because I'm a Cowboys fan. Wow, calm down. And is that their I, rival? And then I also hate the Patriots just because they're the Patriots. Bunch of cheaters. Are the Eagles the honestly, Cowboy I think, rival? I think, they're both, I think they're both great teams. Answer my question. No, everybody's our rival. <sighs> Jesus Christ. If you're not with us, you're against us. That's Did you ever see Braveheart? That's for sure. No, I didn't watch Braveheart. I was cheering for that. Came out in the 90s, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so no real good news right now. Um, the new year has already come and gone, and anything, any New Year's resolutions for you, Carlos, for this new year? New Year's resolutions? Yeah. Just keep killing it every year. <gasps> That's it. Oh, that took a turn. <laughs> you started with keep killing. I'm not, uh, no, I'm not talking about murdering people. I'm talking about just killing it in life in general. It just sounded funny. And every year, I just feel out. like I just get better and better. Whoa. Seriously, I'm not even joking. Guys, this is his real personality. No, I'm just kidding. No, I just try to get just I think everybody should just try to 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 produce more, to create more, to just be better people in general. You know. Okay. And then health comes second. <laughs> just kidding. Clearly. Health is second to you. you yeah, just, health health should be first. You say the small pizza from Austin Pizza. Health should be first, honestly. Health should be first. That's what I said. Health number one first. in my book. So, um, what's your uh, recommendation for this week? Oh, we're going to recommendations already? Oh, yeah. wow, that's fast. Yeah, we're, there's no good news right now. I thought there's, we're going to warm them up with uh, something else. Okay. Um, well, your recommendation is Square App. So, I know a lot of you probably never heard of this app called Square. It's a free app 
it's available on the App Store. Uh, when I first heard about it, I honestly thought it was the stupidest thing ever. But basically what it is is it's an app for you to send money to your friends and family for free. Um, what's great about it, it, um, it connects to your debit card. And it also connects to your bank account if you want it to. And then what you can do is you can add money to your Square app from your debit card. And you put $20 on your Square app. It doesn't charge you any kind of like tax or anything like that. So there's no like you have to worry about like any taxes or any kind of crap like that. So basically like say I want to send Christina $20. I would go to my Square app, type $20, and then I would send it to Christina's Square app or, or Square. Her name, she has a tag name. Basically is like the money sign and then her name. So basically I would just send her the um, Square app or Square money and then she would receive it and she would have 20 bucks. And then if she wanted to deposit it like instantly back into her bank account, she could. And it would it would literally go in immediately. Isn't it a percentage charge though when you do yeah, that? Yeah, so what happens is like you can do it instantly, which they charge you like 10 cents. But honestly, like No, 10... I think it's like 1% of whatever you're depositing. No, it's not that high. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm certain. It's not that high. It's like it's it's either gonna be 10 cents. Usually if it's like higher than $20 or $50 or $100, they might charge you like uh, like $0.35. Cents. Um, hmm. One time me and Christina had an exchange like $1,100 because we were doing drug trades. Huh. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but no, when we, we did like $1,100, I forget what the reason was. When we, was did like 1100, when we did like 1100 square cash trade, it was basically like to do it instantly. They were going to charge me like $0.35, $0.55 cents or $0.65. Cents. Uh, so it just makes more – honestly, it just makes sense. And um, so that's why I recommend that. If you guys don't have it, it's free. It doesn't cost you any money. The reason I use this because a lot of a lot of people at work use it. So whenever we go to lunch or something, somebody will go pick up stuff and then they'll just square over the money to them and then they can deposit it instantly. So it just makes sense. I, I was turned on up turned on by it through them, so I didn't know. I've never heard about it before, but it's real popular amongst all the tech tech people, and. There's other places that do it, like PayPal will do their Venmo app, but that sucks. I don't think it's as good. Is Venmo with PayPal? Yeah. And oh. then they have another one. I think, um, I forget who else does it, but honestly, Square is the easiest one. And then just recently, they added Bitcoin so you can buy Bitcoin from your Square oh, app. Oh, I have Bitcoin now on my Square. Yeah. So I'm saying like you can buy Bitcoin now on your Square app. You can buy your own Bitcoin. And I'm hoping here in the future, they'll add Litecoin and you know other coins. And once they let, add Litecoin, I think that's that's a game changer. You're going to start seeing people pay Litecoin now, you know, at stores and stuff like that. Because Square already has their own register um, that people use for their own kind of shops and stuff. So imagine being able to walk into somebody's store, paying via Litecoin, and that's just it's just going to be a faster transaction. And it's better, I think. So isn't it the same as, like, you know how vendors have that little square thingy they put in their phone? Is that the same Is that the yeah. same process? Yeah, so this, the same company that, that created Square, uh, one of the founders of Square, or actually the founder of Square, Jack Dorsey, also created Twitter. One of the creators of Twitter uh, came over to Square, so now he created that whole thing. So, yeah, it started off as a Square Reader app, the little Square Reader thing that you would see all the time, people, like, at, you know, markets and stuff like that. And, so I'm at uh, the farmer's market, and, like, if they have, like, that square scanner thingy, they have but app. I don't have my card on me, can they read it off my square app? Yeah, so that's what that's what people should do. I'm sure they have that set up. So if you have, like, a square kiosk or something, you already have square cash. Um, all you need to do is just download the app, and then they can send you the price uh, of the goods, mm. and then you get a receipt, too, to your email. It just it just makes more sense. I feel like, I feel like, the, I feel like right now we're one one strong app away from changing this whole digital electronic money game. It's right now it's, we're on the verge of like, I feel in America at least cause we're a first world country, but I feel like we're on the verge of changing this whole money system just because no one wants to pay with cash anymore. No one even wants, I don't even want to pull out my credit card anymore. It's annoying as fuck. Um, just Whoa. cause they have those two, but it's kind of one of those things okay. that, you know, they kind of did it to themselves. But you know like what? they put Actually, themselves in a corner. I think it is really great. I actually like the square app a lot and I like that they send you a free uh, debit card and it's like a Visa oh, yeah. MasterCard. You get it for free and you can use it just like you would your own debit and, or that's, MasterCard. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense now for us not to pay with square or with, it, uh, with an app it, it, or on your phone. Like if you don't have your, 
who doesn't forget their phone? And like, you know what's you know, what I mean? you know what's funny too is like after you introduced me to it, I thought it's kind of not realistic, but I've told all of my coworkers, and you know we travel for work, so I've told them all. You know, move your travel advance to that account, and then that way you don't have to worry about going to another city and possibly getting oh, hacked even think about or that. whatever. And so, you know, we all move our travel advance over, you and we just them. use they our They could have used your free promo. I did. I got, oh, okay. I got like five bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I say like um, – that's why I really think this is – that's why this is one of my recommendations. Just to let a lot of other people know because I think here in the future, in the very – Near future, I would say within the next next two to three years, it's going to happen. Where where are you going to notice a switch over? Um, but a lot of these places like Walmart, no no offense to people that work at Walmart, but a lot of people like Walmart, Target, CVS, places like that, where you have to actually like you know either pay with a Target card or pay with like some retarded use way. a debit reader, use a Is debit card reader, about? chip reader. It's just so annoying. And a lot of these financial places, they're still. You're still running everything like it's 1970s technology, and I'm sorry, this generation. It's probably 1990 technology. Uh, well, I feel like credit cards came out in the 80s, so it's definitely 70s, late 70s, early 80s technology, and I feel like um, in this digital age, it doesn't make sense because everything's about time, and if it's using, if it's costing you more time, it's it's it's. I'm sorry, it's just gonna it's gonna be dead here pretty soon. So I feel like um, that could save us time in the checkout. Especially if we just pay with our Square app. And I don't know if they'll win. I will probably be somebody else. Maybe a banks will come up with their own kind of Square card thing. They should, but I don't see them doing that. But maybe the banks well, Don't will... they have that with the tap? Like, tap your phone? Like, you know, you tap your phone to the card reader? Isn't that kind yeah, of the Yeah, like Apple Pay and stuff yeah. like that. Or yeah, like I guess Samsung. That, I guess that could work team. too, like that. I just feel like it needs to move that way because the way that they have it set up now is not going to work. I almost feel like some of these banks, a lot of them, I feel like I don't think they're going to go anywhere. I just feel like they're going to become kind of like a utility company where they're just kind of like the electric company that everybody complains about or like the cable company that everybody complains about because of the Internet. I feel like they're going to become a utility and it kind of sucks because <laughs> they're going to miss out on a lot of uh, – Well, banks are already getting complaints. Well, that's what I'm saying. They're just going to become like kind of just like an infrastructure. Boycott Bank of America. Well, it's already government ran, so I feel like banks are just going to become even more government. No, but Bank of America just did some really shitty shit, and so people need to boycott them and get off their banking system. It doesn't matter. It's all connected. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's all connected. To all the central banks. It, I feel like they're just going to become their own little kind of infrastructure, you know, one world kind of thing. And I feel like all these other you know, apps and stuff are just going to have to work around it in some way or another because they're not going to allow another way of doing it. But who knows? We're not that far ahead. But anyway, download the Square app. Uh, stay ahead of the future. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and then buy Bitcoin and save the world. And if you want, you can use one of our ref- referral codes and you can get yeah, free money. Yeah, use Christina's. What's your referral code? I don't know. What is it? What would know. it be? Look it on your Square app. Okay. Well, while I look that up, my, ref- uh, my recommendation is not as serious <laughs> it's uh it's called teo ice cream and it's a local gelato ice cream company here in austin and i just recently discovered them when they were at H-E-B sampling their ice cream and of course i had to have some and i'm currently very much addicted to their coffee cookies and cream ice cream and it is exactly that it's cookies and cream with a coffee base instead of getting cookies and cream with like a vanilla base. And so it's like two of the best ice creams combined. For me, it is. I love it. Um, I don't know if they're using real Oreos, but it sure tastes like real Oreos. And if you buy like their pints at HEB and you um, take the pint to their local, I guess, brick and mortar kind of place here in Austin. They'll give you a free scoop of gelato for bringing it back, basically recycling that. Um, so, yeah. So, I am super addicted to Tayo's right now. They're really delicious. And anybody who likes coffee or cookies and cream should try it out. Carlos, you don't like coffee, right? No, I don't drink coffee. Only with oh, the That's so good. Okay. So, let's see. TV that I'm watching. So, I'm, I've already finished this series, and... I'm actually um, done with it, so it's an old it's an old recommendation for me, and it's actually an old series, but they have it on Netflix, and it's just like 
three mini seasons. I think they're like five or six episodes each season. And it's called The Fall. It's on Netflix. And it has um, Jillian Anderson. Is that her name from The X-Files? Yeah. It has her. And it has the... What's his name? The loser from... um, (laughs) Shades Gray. I know, but I don't know his name. So the lead guy, Mr. Gray. He came out out in Lord of the Rings. I think he was one of the Hobbits. Was he? Yeah, because he's short. Well, he's Irish. He's um, short as hell. And it's basically a, a crime drama series set in um, Ireland. Is it Ireland or Scotland? I don't know. But I think I tried watching like one episode and just didn't get far into it. No, it's really good. Like kind of it's total. Burner. Oh, it's a British Irish drama series. It's got ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, so it's pretty good. But the synopsis is pretty much a, a psychological thriller examines the lives of two hunters. One is a serial killer who preys on victims in and around Belfast, Northern Ireland, and the other is a female detective drafted from the London Metropolitan Police to catch him. The local authorities have no suspects and no experience with cases involving sexually motivated serial killers. DSI Stella Gibson, who is Jillian Anderson, has. She has a task force dedicated to solving the crime spree with a simple motive. A simple motto. Anyone not part of the solution is part of the problem. The killer, he's Paul Spector, a father and husband leading a double life, as viewers learn from the onset. He's hiding in plain sight. The protagonist in a cat and mouse game that is every police officer's worst nightmare. So Paul Spector is uh, played by, oh, Jamie Dornan. Dornan? Yeah, that's the gray guy. Um, Super good. It's one of those... Um, if you're very much into crime and thriller, yeah, it's definitely up your alley. And it's a short series too. So it's kind of twists and turns everywhere. Like you're, I was in suspense the whole time. I really was. Um, but totally worth a watch on Netflix, the fall. You? What are you watching? Um, I have another European show. What was it? Well, it started off in Europe. Um, it's from Charlie Brooker, Brooker, Charlie Brooker, Brooker, Brooker. I don't know who that is. He's the showrunner of the show called Black Mirror. They came out with uh, the first two seasons in Europe. I think it was like a kind of like a, a mainstream, like big hit in Europe. And then they, um, they used to be on torrents where you would download, um, you could download the show just because it started getting so much buzz across the internet. So people were downloading it illegally to watch the first two seasons. I happen to be one of those people to download it illegally and and saw the first two seasons. Well, it's not my fault they don't want to share it with the world. Anyway, so I watched the first two seasons and then like six months later, they actually moved, Netflix actually bought the rights to it and then Netflix bought the rights to it and it premiered on Netflix. Like if you, if you have, if you have a Netflix account and you always wondered about Black Mirror, I would start with the first season, but skip the first episode because if you watch the first episode of the first season, you're not going to watch the rest of the show. So that's why I always tell people, skip the first episode of the first season and go straight to episode two. And then start from there. And then watch season two because it gets better. And then season three is even better than season two. And then they have season four that just came out recently, which is freaking awesome. I have one more episode that I have left to watch. I'm kind of holding like as a... As, as a as a like great kind of show, just because it's like every show is so different. Um, to recording like shows. Yeah, so I have like I have Mr. Robot, just something to catch up on. I'm hoarding that one. I have well, Fear the Walking Dead. I'm hoarding that one too. And then I have this last episode of Black Mirror. But they also have a Christmas special that they made. Um, then it has the guy from Mad Men, and a lot of the actors that show up on there, they're European, and a lot of them you'll recognize from movies and stuff like that. Um, but I, I highly recommend checking out Black Mirror just because if you, if you're anybody that's into sci-fi thrillers, um, crazy, like whodunit shows or, uh, or even like if you're a fan of the Twilight Zone, um, like the old version of the Twilight Zone or like Tales from the Crypt from the nineties or anything like that, uh, or you know, a fan of like HBO, you know, dark uh dark shows that they have there or anything like that i would check out black mirror there's 
probably going to find an episode that you'll love. Um, a lot of them are centered around technology, so that's kind of the, the hook for it. Um, so there's always a technology angle to it. But it's one of those shows that I would say it's uh, pushing the envelope with how we look at uh, how we interact with television, for sure. Um, it's it's definitely groundbreaking, for sure. I don't think I've ever seen a show like this in my entire life, and I've seen a lot of stuff. So highly recommend Black Mirror. You guys should check it out if you're somewhat interested. If But make sure you don't watch the first episode of the first season. To just skip and go to episode two? Yeah, skip and go to episode two. Because you'll regret watching it. I'm just telling you right now. I, I got told the very same thing when I... Well, actually, no one told me. I, I, I heard it from a podcast. But um, when they even they said the same thing. They're like, don't watch episode one. Go to episode two. And sure enough, I went to episode two. I loved it. Episode three, loved it. Episode four, loved it. And I think there's only like four or five episodes in season one. And I think there's like four or five in season two. And like seven in season three. And like six in season four. Something like that. And so it's a short it's series. a short series, but they're all like an hour, hour, 15 minutes, hour, 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, if if you watch that first episode, you're going to think the show's like that and you're not going to want to watch anything else. So that's why I say don't watch it, because literally after I watched the first two seasons, I went back and then watched the first episode. And then I was like, oh, shit. I was like, <laughs> I, I could barely sat through it. I was just like, oh, shit. Like, good thing I didn't see this, because there's no fucking way I would have went to the next episode. I would have said... Because it was creepy, it was dumb, it's it one of the one. It's one of the most disturbing kind of oh. episodes you'll ever see. And then it's one of those where it could probably happen in real life. And then it's also one of those, too, where you're like, I want to see that. And it's just gross. And another thing, too, is it's um, it'll turn you off. It'll turn you off from the rest of the show. But honestly, there's... That's the only episode out of all the episodes they've created that is like that. And I don't know. They never – I don't know why. I would love to ask Charlie Brooker that question, like, why he made the episode so, like, distasteful. Did he mm. do it on purpose to kind of get people – people that stuck around would stick around. If they could stick or stick around through that, they'll stick around through everything. I don't know. I honestly don't know why they went with that first episode. Because, honestly, that's not worthy of being a Black Mirror. I think that's probably the worst Black Mirror episode. Is that first episode? I don't know. I think you had me watch one, and it freaked me out. It's just really like a scary, mind fuck kind of show. I don't. I didn't like it, and it's super sci-fi. But, I don't e- like. But that. even 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 though you haven't seen like the the emotional touching show episodes, oh, I tried to show you those, but you just don't want to watch them. Like, cause there's there's some shows it's that creepy. are creepy. Like, it, it's not no, no, it's not creepy. There's so, there's some shows that are like. Um, that are centered around a relationship or something, and those are actually really good. But I feel like this this show in general, like every episode's different. Every episode yeah. is uh, it doesn't follow like you could watch any episode in any order because Pretty they much. don't follow a storyline. They're all like randomly set in different places with different characters, and there's no cohesiveness to it. Yeah, but so you can just pick and choose what episodes. Yeah, you it's watch. like it's like that's why I said it's kind of like um, it's kind of like what do you call it? Um, it's like Unsolved Mysteries. Every episode's different. Well, not like Unsolved Mysteries at all. It's more like a... Uh, like, uh, or Mujeres Casas de la Vida de Real. No, it's kind of like... It's a Hispanic like, um, show that you've probably never it's, seen. It's, it's kind of like what I said. It's kind of like uh, the Twilight Zone. Oh, I didn't watch that either. And I don't like that. And the song even creeps me out. So yeah, I'm definitely not into it. The Twilight Zone creeps yeah, you out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm like, Black Mirror doesn't have a song. Anyway, the reason it's called Black Mirror is because our devices... They turn our black mirrors when they're when they're off. Pretty cool, right? It's creepy as hell. Let's get on to the main topic. Creepy as hell. Um. Oh, FYI, Jamie was never an elf or whatever you call them, a hobbit. He was never in the Lord of the Rings. I just looked it up. Oh, who's that, Jamie? The guy, the Mr. Gray. Fifty Shades Gray. Yeah, he was never a hobbit. I thought he was a hobbit in Lord of the Rings. Oh, he's super That's short. That's Elijah Wood. No, I wasn't thinking of him. I was thinking of one of the other Hobbits. Oh, well, he was... Short, I did though. look it up. He's never been oh, I didn't think he was Lord of the Rings. I thought he was in the new one, The Hobbit Story. Oh, he's never been in that, too. Oh, well, shit. This whole, thing yeah. I was, I, this whole time, see, I was thinking... See, you were thinking bad things about no, him. No, I was actually thinking, like... This whole time, I was thinking, like, oh, he's a better actor than I thought. But now, I'm like, oh, shit, that means he sucks as actor. <laughs> that kind of sucks. I think that's kind of bad, being like a... 
kind of like a male that's only good, that's the only like him because his looks. That kind of sucks. Uh, but you didn't see the fall. He's a really good actor in that. He's not. I've seen. Yes, him. he is. I saw the show. It's not good. That um, show. But it's kind of like, like same thing like Justin Timberlake. Like everybody likes Justin Timberlake because he's a handsome guy. But honestly. He sucks at everything else. He's super talented. Well, he's good at music, but he sucks at everything else. Uh, I've never seen his him act. His acting sucks. I've never seen him act. And then, like, another guy like that, like Channing Tatum, oh, his acting's Lord terrible. Back on the Channing train. You have a serious problem with Channing Mark Tatum. Mark Wahlberg, too, is another one who's a terrible actor. Well, I, I've changed my opinion about Mark Wahlberg because he's come out with some things in this political climate that's really changed my views about him. What do you say? He's very pro. Like pro what? Trump. Oh, I could have told you that. He's a total like serious mass murderer. Yeah, serious Republican, not mass murder. Yeah, he's a mass murderer. Yeah, but I've known that about Mark Wahlberg for the longest time. But that's I think think it's crazy that uh, I don't know. We can get into more, but that really changes my view about him. Well, I've always known that about him. (sighs) That's not even the thing I didn't like about him. The thing I didn't like about him is just he sucks at acting. That was my I main part. I don't agree with that because no, I really seen liked him? him in Good Guys no, with Will Ferrell. Only, it was hilarious. No, he sucks. Christina, when I say somebody sucks at it acting, was hilarious. it's not because I'm trying to say they're just bad actors. No, I'm saying they suck because You're they're not just... You're an actor. How can you no, say that somebody's no, but I, a good I watch, actor? No, but I watch movies. So the reason he sucks at acting is because he literally acts the same in every fucking movie he does. It doesn't matter what movie he's in. He acts the same. That tells me he doesn't know how to act. That also tells me he's being himself. Or maybe he's like typecasting him in the same roles all the no, time. No, he's not. I've seen him in that movie where he just recently played a cop for that Boston bombing. He he had this emotional moment. Mm-hmm. And it was super emotional. The wife Did was, you cry? No, the wife that was playing the emo like she she gave a great performance and then Mark Wahlberg was just like blubbering through the lines and I was just like was he crying? I started laughing. Because I was like, oh, my God, you're fucking killing the movie, bro. Hmm. Like, it was bad. And I started laughing because I was like, this is taking me out of the movie. I guess maybe I've only seen him in comedies, and I think they're funny. Yeah, you've never seen him in dramas. Like, good guys. I love that movie. I honestly think the reason that he was so good in Boogie Nights was because... I never watched that either. He never acted before. So that was his first acting. And then that whole movie's about this new guy, this new kid that comes into the porn industry, and he becomes this whole mega star. Was and it a I, true story? I, I think... Yeah, it's based off of the guy mm-hmm. who was a killer. Anyway, but I, I think it's... A killer? You've never heard that story? No. Anyway, so it... John Holmes. I might Holmes, have, I might have to revisit... You've never heard of John nice. Holmes? H.H. Holmes? John Holmes. No. you never seen that movie Wonderland? No. It's based off of that. Well, it's based off his earlier career. Well, Christina then, might be looking at Boogie Nights and, and then, watching and then it. John, and then John... <laughs> And then he becomes John Holmes later in his later career when he once he gets older and he gets out of the porn industry. So he he's a porn star who turns to a killer. No, you have to watch that movie Wonderland to understand like what exactly Wonder happens. Life? To Wonderland. Wonderland. With Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer plays John Holmes, but Val Kilmer's a that fucking. That sounds familiar, but I mean, I didn't Val Kilmer's a fucking amazing actor. I didn't like him as Batman. Christina, it doesn't matter. He's still an amazing <laughs> actor. Like Val Kilmer's a. One of the best actors of I all time. I think I've only seen him in Batman, and no. that's why I don't like him. Watch in him in Wonderland. Like he plays a drug addict, like perfect. Okay, you, you I'm gonna add him, that to my list. If you to see watch. him in like any other movies come out Wonderland. in, like Tombstone, totally like. See, Tombstone's that westerny one. I don't yeah. like stuff like that. Even Will Smith, people give shit to Will Smith a lot, but I think he can act. Like I can see where they say he does not act. Happiness either. was a good movie. I can see where people say he doesn't know how to act either, but honestly. I feel like he can I think act people, when he wants to. I think to. people give him shit because he's one of those goody actors. Like he won't cut. He says he's never, you know, cussed or taken a role that would uh, make his mom or his grandma ashamed. So he's always been like a goody, a goody goody. Yeah. Two shoes, goody two shoes. Goody two shoes. Anyway, Mark Wahlberg sucks. I've always <laughs> known that, and I feel like Channing Tatum's taking up that mantle for Mark Wahlberg. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, this took a turn. All right. Turn for the main topic. Well, my main topic has to do with one of my New Year's resolutions, which was to volunteer more Um, and to volunteer with a population in our society that's uh, desperately neglected. Um, You all know that I'm an animal advocate and I already do a lot of volunteer with animals. So um, I actually work in the public housing industry and I know firsthand how the elderly and disabled are treated and neglected. And so my 
New Year's resolution and mission for this year was to participate with Meals on Wheels. And if you're not familiar with Meals on Wheels, they pretty much prepare hot meals every day and deliver them every day to people of uh, a certain, they have to, they have to qualify, but the standards to qualify aren't like super stringent. So, and there's no, there's no qualification of like you make too much or make too little. Like obviously they're going to feed you if you're elderly or disabled. Um, and so you deliver hot, fresh, ready to eat meals every day. So in that aspect, I couldn't do the actual delivery of meals every day because it happens between 11 and 1, Monday through Friday, which, you know, I work. So I looked into their programs, and they have these other programs. And so I've, I'm currently a volunteer for their PALS and their HOPE program. And so with PALS, I still get to, I still get to work with animals and the elderly. And so the PALS program is once they qualify for Meals on Wheels, and if they have a pet, they can automatically qualify for PALS. And so with PALS, they basically help them with food, um, veterinary care, grooming care, anything that you could think of to take care of a pet. Because they're trying to give people the ability to live with dignity. And some people need pets. Some people, you know, lives are enriched by animals. And people who are even scared of animals don't understand, like, the magnitude that having a pet can have on your life. Um, for me, I think if we didn't have dogs, I think our house would be 100 times quieter. And I feel like there would be a sort of emptiness if we didn't have two dogs in the house with us. So, you know, for somebody who's old and probably doesn't have any family or the family wants nothing to do with them, which it happens in a lot of cases, um, you know, having that little dog or cat is really all they have left. And so this program, we pretty much are assigned. Um, there's different areas throughout Austin, and they serve all the way up to like Pflugerville and Georgetown and Round Rock. All this, uh, all the suburban areas around Austin, as well as south to like Butte and Kyle. And so I'm not in a permanent route because luckily Austin is such a philanthropic this town that there's plenty of people to have permanent routes so I'm pretty much a sub so every day we get emails of like hey this person needs food they're out of food hey this person needs their dog taken to the groomers on this day and so we just fill in so um, I've already delivered food I've taken a lady a kennel for her um, they said it was a boxer mix it was definitely not a boxer um, I took her a kennel that was a hard one. I sweat the whole time because I had to walk up three flights of stairs with a heavy metal kennel. Um, I've also delivered groceries to a lady. Um, how, what else have I done? And then I recently did the HOPES uh, orientation. And HOPES is another part of the program where we bag groceries. It's every second Saturday of the month. So we bag groceries because if you think about it, the population that's being helped by Meals on Wheels are like devastatingly poor. Like they're 150% below the poverty line. And to put that in like real perspective, these people's incomes are generally less than 13000 a year. Like these people are expected to live off of $13,000 a year for food, you know, and so people are having to choose between eating or paying their rent, which is a really, really sad reality that we live in. And so every second Saturday of the month, we get together, and this is in conjunction with the Austin Food Bank. They bring pallets of food, we bag them, so we give them non-perishables to try to help them get through the month. And it's like beans and peanut butter and rice and um, evaporated milk. Anything that won't go bad, but that'll help them sustain just in case. And then we go deliver them. And there's routes throughout the city again. So you get like this group of little routes and you deliver the food. And so there's no permanent uh, route on that either. And that's very, we're very fortunate in Austin to have lots of volunteers. So I'm just picking up shifts wherever I can. But even in the first, what have I been doing this for? Not even a month. I've already, I've already done like four or five deliveries. So it's, it's uh, very much needed. And luckily, we have plenty of people who care in Austin. 
But it's definitely, of course, a program to get into if you have extra time on your hands and you just want to help. These people, you know, have no company and they really just want to talk to you, which is which is funny because that's all they've ever done is, like, just want to sit and talk with you. And I'm like, okay, I got to go. I got to make a delivery. <laughs> but um, it's a good way to, you know, bring a little excitement to their lives. So if you get a chance, maybe look into your local Meals on Wheels and volunteer you know, you don't, it's not a permanent gig that you have to like commit X amount of time. It's whenever you have the time and you're available. So they're very much appreciative of that. But yeah, that's my. Did you, um, did you meet anybody interesting yet or no? Um, like interesting, huh? I don't know that you talked to. Well, the one lady I helped out with her cats, apparently she calls the coordinator and told her that she really appreciated me and wanted me to set up to be regular to go to her house regularly once a month yeah she has three cats and she says she has a lot of difficulty and I guess people in the past haven't been able to handle the cats well although the cat did pee on me one of them luckily I was wearing a hoodie yeah I was wearing a hoodie so I just took it off and um yeah the cat was nervous three just three, but she, one of them bit her, and I saw the bite, and it was really ugly. Um, but it was a big, fat tabby, like about 20 pounds. That's a big, fat cat. Um, and so she was very apprehensive of cutting these poor cat's nails. And so that's all I had to do. She wanted me to come over to help her cut the nails, which I'm just like, let me hold the cat. I'll do it myself. Like, I'm completely capable of cutting their nails. And then also apply their monthly flea treatment. But apparently, yeah, she she uh, emailed or called the coordinator for the PALS program and was very appreciative of my help and was hoping that I would come back again. So I told her, absolutely, I'll definitely set up a time monthly to come and see her. She lives in our old neighborhood, so I'm familiar with the area. But yeah, okay. it's nice cool. to it's nice to have relationships like that with people who don't really, you know. And I don't I didn't have grandparents growing up, so it's kind of nice. That's good. Yeah. I I'm glad it. you like it. Maybe you can start taking this crazy dog with you. Well, if I ever have like food deliveries where the temperature's good and they can sit in the car, because the food deliveries, I would just like go and deliver food to door to door. And it's only, it's usually between five or 10 deliveries. It's never a lot. And I'm actually going to do some next Saturday. They need to fill in. So I'm going to fill in next Saturday and bag um, groceries and possibly fill in the route that's on. Um, Old Torfin 35. It's like five deliveries. So, yeah. That's good. Yep. It's super flexible. You do it on your own time. That's a great part of it. And you're helping the, you're helping the most disadvantaged population, which is super important. So, yeah. You want to volunteer? No, I'm too busy. Um... (laughs) Uh, what was I going to say? So today's main topic for me is the iPhone X. Oh, Lord. So y'all probably don't know. I don't know unless Christina talked about it in the podcast. But for Christmas, I got it. I have that. Okay. For Christmas, I got an iPhone X. And it's it's the newest iPhone that's come out here recently. And I've had it for about a month. He tricked me, guys. I got tricked. I had it for about a month. And I uh, am ready to get my review on it. How do you love it? So, so it's, far? uh, what do you want to know first? It's the good, the I bad, know, or the ugly? I want to know, do you love it? Out of all the iPhones, um, this is not my favorite iPhone. I've, I've had every single iPhone that's come out since the 3G. Since the iPhone 1? No, actually since the 2G. Crazy. I don't know what that means. Um, that's a, iPhone 2? I think that's a third iteration of the iPhone. Second iteration of the iPhone. Okay. Ever since the 2G, I've had every single iPhone. So I've literally had every single iPhone. Um, Gosh, this is my. so fancy. Well, it's because I'm, I'm 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 in the Apple ecosystem. When did you get um, so rich? No, I've always saved up to buy them. Anyway, um, so I would have to say this is my least favorite iPhone out of all the iPhones. Um, it doesn't mean it's not a great iPhone because it is. I think um, I think they messed up on a couple things. But what do you want to know first? Do you want me to tell you about the um, the good, the bad? I don't know. It's costing us a lot of money for you to be. Upset do you want to know the it? good or the bad? You want the good or bad? I want the bad. Okay, so the app, the bad, um, the bad is you have, you, have to, you have to look at it 
to open the phone because it, it, it reads your face. Um, that's not a problem. Like if you like at work, I have my little stand that I put my phone on. So whenever I get a text, I can just look at my phone and it automatically opens a that's notification. Cool. Why is that bad? It's very convenient actually. The problem that it runs into is like if I'm on if I'm driving and I want to change a song or a podcast episode or something, I have to have to like look at it while I'm like my like I'm driving in traffic. Can't and you just take the lock off? You can take the lock off, but I don't like doing it. So what I do is um, it's basically it's basically like you have to look at the phone. You have to literally look at the phone while you're driving, and that's not good. That's not safe at all. So, or you hit cancel there, and you have to type in your password, which is getting longer now because now it's six digits. Can't you change so, it back to four? Yeah, but that's not safe either. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like that's probably the most annoying thing is using it in the in the vehicle. I'm not sure how y'all y'all setup is for your vehicles, but not having a fingerprint reader uh, really hurts this phone. It, I think a lot of people who, who ends up moving, who ends up moving to the iPhone X, um, will not realize how important that fingerprint or how how unnoticeably uh, trans not transparent, how unnoticeably like easy it is to not realize anymore that you're using your fingerprint. How frustrating it is. Yeah, that too. Because like, there's some times where I'm like not like when I'm not looking at my phone, I'm talking to you, and I'm about to open my phone. And I usually just squeeze to go like that, and I would put down my fingerprint. So when I open my phone, I could see. But now I'm like, it's it's not the same. Well, it looks like it reads your face pretty good even in the dark. But, but I'm saying that no, all that works. Like it reads your face fine. Like that's not a problem. Like that part actually, face ID works perfect. So that's, it's just illusion. They need to go back just, to your finger. I think what they need to do is they need to put or put a finger, the finger on the back. One of the two. I, I was I was not a fan of having the fingerprint on the back because I thought that was stupid. But now looking at it, now the way it is, it needs a fingerprint reader. Like somewhere. Somewhere. I, I'd rather have it on the front of the phone, just like on the glass, if they can make that happen. Yeah, because this morning I tried to get into your phone while you were sleeping, and uh, I was having trouble. Yeah, you can't. You can't. I can't because I know your password, but it took me a minute. It wasn't as quick as like mine where I put my finger on it. Yeah, you can't. You can't do it. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's it sucks. Um, that part really is frustrating. Um, the second thing that's really frustrating. Hashtag first world problems. The second thing that's really frustrating is the size of the phone. I'm a big guy, and this phone, the screen is too small. It's just too small. I'm, it feels small in my hands. It feels small once in my head. It's just a really it's small. It's because you're used to the plus. That's the problem. I'm used to the plus, but this actually has a bigger screen than the plus. But I bet if you would have never had the, if they never would have came out with the plus, you would have never noticed the difference. Yeah, but at the same time, it just it. It's too small. It's very too small. It needs to be a bigger screen. It's very too small. Even though it's uh, it's already a bigger screen than the Plus or close to it, it's still too small. Um, I that's like a, how it looks. That's like the, the other thing that really is frustrating, the screen, the screen, and the screen, because it's too small. And then the not having the Touch ID really hurts it, I feel. It's very frustrating. Uh, with Even with those two things, even with those two things... I still feel it's a better phone than any of the other iPhones. Is that the good? This is the good. It this 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 actual screen itself, the display, is fucking amazing. This is the best display I've ever seen on an iPhone. When I first saw it for the first time, I was blown away how how much more vibrant the screen was. Uh, the second thing is ten times faster. Uh, I know, like uh, you, you, like you probably won't notice it, but uh, when I used to have this the seven S with seven S plus. Whatever one it is, 6S Plus, I don't 7 know. 7S Plus. 7S Plus or whatever, 7 Plus, whatever it is. Um, I never realized how the, uh, never realized like how slow it was. This is just, it feels faster. It just feels faster. Um, the, the, probably the best thing about this phone is the camera. I don't think, I can't, I, I don't see another camera even coming close to this. Front facing camera is phenomenal. The back facing camera is phenomenal. The, the the photos that it takes in portrait mode are amazing. Um, yeah, but doesn't the seven have a portrait mode? Yeah, but it's not as good as this one. Hmm. Um, I, I, just because I had that one, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's totally camera alone. If you're a videographer or a person that loves taking pictures, I don't take enough pictures to you know to to like to have it. But when I do have to take a picture or whenever I do find the time to take a picture, they always come out amazing. Um, that is that is probably awesome. 
Um, what's another thing? I think those are the only two things that actually stand out for me. Okay. Yeah, the speed and the, the so camera. So the face, the face. And the display display is amazing the way it looks. Um, I think the, the thing I, like I said, the things I don't like that are really frustrating that happen on a daily basis is, oh, another thing that's really frustrating is when you, when I pick up my phone and sometimes you, you grip your phone on the side, well, on the iPhone X, if you, there's only one button on the side and there's the two volume up and right and bottom buttons on the left. If you hit the up button and the side button, the one side button on the right side, it'll take a picture of your screen. So when you turn it on, oh, it takes a screenshot of your fucking screen. It's so annoying. How many screenshots do you have? In I don't even know. It's so fucking annoying. It's like. But why do you grip it so hard? You're like a beast. I don't. Sometimes I'm just picking it up, and it just takes it takes us. No, it, you're just squeezing it, just it too hard. And it sucks because I'm have I'm stuck with all these screenshots of the, on my phone, and I don't understand like why the fuck did an Apple test this? I've never had a problem like that. Yeah, because on those phones, you have to hold down the, the button and yeah, the Yeah, but even on. then, like, when I grip my phone, I don't you, squeeze the volume. Yeah, I don't mean to squeeze it at all either. I didn't start noticing I did that until this one. That's weird. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't start noticing I did that until this one. But, um, Super weird. But it, it's definitely a thing. Um, it's funny because one of my coworkers has the iPhone X as well, and I've asked him about these problems. He said he agrees on the same things, too. So I'm cool. I'm like, okay, cool. It's not just me. So that, that tells me that Apple is aware of these issues. Um, they're minor issues, but they're super annoying. And it's almost like, crap, if there was one more thing like that I really didn't like about this, like if the camera wasn't great, I feel like I would have, or the display wasn't as awesome the way it looks, how vibrant it is, I would have left this phone. I would have took it back like almost immediately. And got back to the to the plus just because these other two differences are already are already headaches for me, and I feel like not having those other key things really is pissing me off. So this next year when they come out with the iPhone 11 or whatever it's going to be called XS or whatever it's going to be called, they need to fix these things because I'm going to upgrade. And I'm sure you're not the only far, person. Get far away from this as soon as I can because iPhone X is really frustrating just for those minor inconveniences. Other than that, it's a great phone. If you're if you're a person, I think it would probably be best for more for ladies, just because it's a smaller phone. Ladies, because I feel like they would they would love that. I feel, also feel, but I, I feel I've seen reviews though, like on The Verge, where um, there's a particular uh, lady that had that does iPhone reviews, and she has her name's uh, Lauren Good, and she does really good iPhone reviews. And she did one about the iPhone X, and she complained about the same thing about not being able to see your screen when you're driving. That so. I know I'm not in the minority on that part because that tells me, okay, cool. Somebody who actually does this for a living is actually having the same issues too as well when it comes regarding the screen and not having a touch button. And I think on hers, she didn't recommend the iPhone X. I think she told everybody to wait. Yeah, then why did you get it? Uh, just because I wanted to see for myself. Just because you love to have everything. Um, so, yeah, you're that's so pretty much. You're so flashy. That's pretty much uh, how I, that's pretty much my thing on the iPhone X. It's a small phone. It's probably best for ladies to use it. Uh, if you're a big you're guy, a monster. If, if you're a big guy like me, you're not gonna love this phone. Um, yeah, so that's my I iPhone. I feel like for not me. every guy has a plus. I think it's just you. Like you feel like you need a plus. No, I'm just saying like this just needs to be bigger. It's too small. Mm -hmm. It's too small, especially for like me. I consume a lot of content on my phone. I need a bigger screen. Um, I think the days of like the early 2000s where I could get away with, or not the early 2000s, early 2010s where I could get away with like having a smaller phone are done. It's not going to happen. Okay. Well, iPhone X, not a good deal. If you're well, a, no, I'm, if not you're not saying a it's not, I'm not saying it's not a good deal. <laughs> I'm just saying like be aware of those issues. Um, yeah. And send us an email if you um, feel the same way. If you feel the same way or if you want us to read it on the show. What's our email address again? Hello at... MurderinoTechNATX.com. Mm -hmm. Do you read those emails? I have it. All right. So, I so everybody enjoyed the Super Bowl. It looks like it's about to be halftime. And that means uh, Justin Timberlake is about to perform. And nobody cares. Well, he's apparently Janet Jackson's going to come out of there. Of course, because the last time they appeared together was she such controversy. Near. She appeared in there. Mm hmm.
Apparently, she didn't appear nude. Apparently, she's going to do the same thing to Justin this time. She's going to strip his top? She's going to strip his left nipple. Yeah, she should. Because it's women's rights. Women's rights. Exactly, Carlos. Oh, did you hear about that? Did you hear about what's his name? Tell me. Quinn Tarantino? Uh, yeah. Almost killed Thurman. That's disappointing. Yeah, you should be sad. I'm I never, very disappointed. I never liked him. Well, I never, I never was a fan of him or as a person, movies. but... I love this movie, no, but I didn't like now I'm like, movies. fuck, man. That poor Uma Thurman. It's kind of one of those things where, man, I'm starting to figure out, like, everybody who I thought was amazing when it comes to creating art, man, there's a bunch of dicks. You know what I'm figuring out? That guys are a bunch of jerks. Not every guy. Guys Christina. are a bunch of jerks. <laughs> Not every guy. Apparently, the men of this world are disappointing us. No, disappointing me. For but, sure. Um, all your idols. But not all my idols. Who? Unless they, unless they seriously take down Tom Hanks. No, everybody says. Then I'm everybody says really another another story of what a good guy Tom Hanks is. Like they make a joke because he's such a good guy. I know that's what I'm saying. Like fuck, if something comes out about Hanks. Shit. I don't think so. He's been with Rita Wilson for like. His no, whole but I'm life. saying like if something happens to Tom Hanks, then I'm gonna be. Then like, you're gonna be like oh. the world is doomed. No, but then I see his son and I see how humble he is. So I'm like, no, there's no way. Because his son's an actor too, Colin Hanks. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm sure it would it would show that way. His son would be um, a douche if he were a douche. Is that what you're yeah, saying? but I feel like it's always the creepy guys that are like that. So Quentin Tarantino was a creepy guy. Definitely a creepy guy. He just has a weird face. But yeah, yeah he tried to kill him with Thurman. Apparently. Poor girl. Yeah, apparently she's traumatized. I would be too. She has like uh, issues with her neck and stuff. Well, yeah, she was in a serious crash. Like she's, I read her. It kind of sucks story. too because uh, Quentin Tarantino is currently right now making a movie uh, about the Charles uh, Manson massacre. Who is going to play Charles Manson? I don't know, uh, but I do, and I'm now, and now I can't remember because I was excited about that. So he's doing that. He's making that movie. Yeah, he's making that movie, and uh, so people are like thinking about protesting it now. Well, yeah. And now they're trying to say like they should have put it out, and it's kind of crazy because I think that was going to be his tenth movie. Was that his tenth movie? Yeah, I think that was going to be his tenth movie, and this was going to be his last. Oh no, this was going to be his ninth movie, because he said he was only going to make ten movies. So this in was his whole life. Yeah, in his whole life. So this was going to be his ninth one. Yeah, this was going to be his ninth one. And then he was going to have one more movie, and that was going to be it. He was going to get out of You're filmmaking. Right. He would. He is the Charles Manson. Movie. So it's kind of crazy because if uh, if they ban this, then he's only going to make eight movies, and that's it. Who's going to play Charles Manson? It's going to bug me now. I don't, def- it, I don't think it matters. Oh, was it Leonard Leonardo DiCaprio? I don't think it matters. It's more about uh, Quentin Tarantino now, so. No, but you know who Leonardo DiCaprio I heard was supposed to play, which is one of my favorite stories? H.H. H. Holmes. He's a murderer. Serious murderer in Chicago in like the 1800s. That would be awesome. I want to see that movie. <laughs> okay, well, that's it for tonight. Let's wrap it up. Carlos, any last words? Um, by the country of the world. Hey, don't be letting your podcast trickle over here. <laughs> Because I have to hear that every time you record your podcast. Okay, well, what's our motto then? Our motto is, as Bob Barker says, stay and neuter your animals. (laughs) Have a good night, everybody.